Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 138. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. How are you? Good. Good. It's cold outside. The sun it's is shining. It's cold here. Yeah. No, we don't have sun. We're just we've, cold. Yeah, we had some frost in the middle of the night. I think that's the first day here that we've had frost. Well, I'll tell you how sad it is here. I, we have um, some holiday lights outside, you know, and they're on the dusk to dawn timer. Right. And it's, what, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it thinks it's dusk. <laughs> yeah that's, that's how dark it is yeah that's, that's pretty gloomy yeah it's yeah. been like that here as well happy hanukkah by the way well thank you yeah. thank you happy hanukkah to all of our friends out there yeah for sure so, yeah well it, it was a sad weekend yes um, george h.w bush passed away uh friday yeah his Sad. last words were, I love you, to GW. I thought that was appropriate. But, you know, I do think this is a case of celebration of one's life. He was 94 years old. What a dynamic life. Yeah. Yeah, he did uh, a lot of things in his life. So he's he had a good one. Scared. He um, was born privileged. And that always helps when you want to go into politics. Yeah. He did get into the oil business. But, I mean, he was, a, he was a congressman. He was head of the CIA. He was um, the U.N. ambassador, vice president, and president. And the father of a president. Yeah. And a father of two governors. Yeah. He, uh, he a had quite a life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So, um, and all of his kids are amazing kids. Like a, like his politics or not, pretty amazing life. And uh, I think um, he deserves some fanfare. Yeah, for sure. He apparently thought about his funeral. He, unlike John McCain, he definitely wanted Trump there. Um, he did not want them stopping traffic. For a procession, hmm. his funeral is going to be less of a fanfare than McCain, and, and McCain was never president. Yeah, wow. uh, but McCain was very angry about Trump and other stuff. His daughter was particularly angry. Yeah, well, I think there was more Democrats at his funeral than there was Republicans. You've got a good point. Yeah. Well, now, much like Trump, uh, Papa Bush was hated by the media. Oh, yeah. He didn't have it easy. No, he did not. In fact, between the media and Ross Perot, he lost a second term. And really, he was probably a better president than that. Yeah. 
I agree. He probably should have won. But now the press is all in love with him now that he's dead, um, much like they were with McCain. Right. Um, but at one point, he had a, a campaign slogan that said, uh, reelect Bush, make the media mad. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sarcasm uh, is good. Sarcasm is very good. But, um, our thoughts and prayers go out to them. Um, I'm sure he is, or at least we hope, he is with his darling Barbara. Yes. They were married 73 years. Yeah, unreal. Um, he only made us six months after her. Yeah. Sad. Love just, story. Yeah. Seems to be what happens in my family. Yeah. Um, so, okay. On to other subjects. Tech. And when I say tech, I'm talking Apple, Facebook, Twitter, Google. Right. They're all maxed out for the moment. Hmm. You know, um, Apple's been downgraded because how many ways can you make the iPhone? Yeah, they're they're pretty much out of ideas now, aren't they? I haven't, you know, because I'm on this lease thing, I get the new phone whenever it comes out. Right. Nice. I haven't seen any difference since the six. Yeah. Okay. And we're we're up to ten. Well, that's like Adobe Acrobat. It updates every week since nineteen ninety five and it still looks the same. <laughs> Sorry, Adobe, but it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. And you do get to a point in any industry where what more can you do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've really got to think outside of the box. Um, and so today, stocks are dropping. And on the heels of, remember yesterday, they were up because we had some positive feedback uh, on the tariff issue with China. Right, right. So basically, so, you're saying the tech bubble is bursting. It is bursting, but not the way it did, you know, 15 years ago. Right. Yeah, the dot-com, okay. that bubble burst. Big. Yeah, that dot-com bubble. Yeah. yeah. This is more like, um, until we comes up with something else, we're flat. We're flatlining. Right. We're going to continue to have great sales on our products, but we don't have anything new. And then you have the Twitter, the Google, and the Facebook, you know, privacy issues and censorship issues. That is hurting them. Right. And, you know, the market is making these adjustments. Now, the market always likes to find a way, you know, because, you know, when they start dating someone, they um, they love it. <laughs> kind of like dating, you know. It's all glitz and glamour. But when they quit getting that glitz, they're, they're ready to move on to something else. I think it's going to be marijuana. Yeah, that's kind of what we're seeing in Canada already. 
is that the stocks, uh, some of the stocks have doubled, yet some of the the corporations have not made a profit yet. I don't know how that works, but yeah. So they're still running in the red and their stock is doubling. So maybe cannabis is going to replace it, but I think we have another bubble that will burst. What do you mean the bubble, the cannabis bubble? The, or there'll be a cannabis bubble. The way bubble. the laws written, yeah. or oh no, not with the laws. Just the, there'll be a cannabis bubble, and we're kind of seeing that here. I mean, right around the time it was supposedly legalized, or should I say, legislated, because that's exactly what had happened. It wasn't legalized; it was legislated. Um, and as as soon as that got around the time this, the stocks were going through the roof. People were snapping up any kind of cannabis stock they could. Okay. You know, I, you know, when I think about it, I think that, like, for example, Coca-Cola, they were going to make this cannabis formula Coca-Cola. <laughs> right. In Canada. Right. And this, for three months, they talked about this. Then everybody down here was going, oh, great, because they'll use it up there. They'll... They'll perfect it, and then when we're ready for it, it's ready. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Right now, we're basically the only thing legal is the actual cannabis bud itself. So any kind of tinctures, oils, extracts, edibles, anything like that is not currently covered, not legal. Right. So thus, we see that Coke took that and they're waiting off the table. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be back on the table. Yeah, they're they're not going to be putting THC in it. They'll be putting CBD oil in it, which is, it doesn't give you any euphoric feeling. However, has a ton of benefits. So, Coke becoming a health drink? Eh, I don't know. Just sugar is so, well, so bad be, for you. Well, yeah, but they have these new stevias and that kind of thing. They have those new flavors and of sugars that are uh, sweeteners i should say that are pretty amazing yeah the stevia is is one of the better ones for sure yeah. i i can't take aspartame that's that's tastes, i can't either. It, it tastes like chemicals to me so it just mm -hmm. my body says nope yeah i can't either it makes me very nauseated yeah can't stomach it i can i can tell in seconds if i've drank it yeah, me too. You know, somebody will go, oh, no, it doesn't have it in there. Yeah. And I'll drink it and go, uh, yeah, it does. So. Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm the same way. But my guess is, you know, we have in the United States, we have these tech businesses that are starting to drag the market a bit. We also have a president that's a businessman. Right. I think he legalizes marijuana, which would be bipartisan, mostly Democratic, and he's got that kind of Congress on the federal level. Hmm. It would also give a boost to the stock market because everybody's going to make a formula for CBD yeah. or yeah. cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. Um, all the soda companies, juice companies, you'll have peanut butter with it, you'll have coffee. They already have coffee. Right. Oh, CBD. Yeah. yeah. $45 a pound here. That seems <laughs> really high. 
But um, and and then my understanding is you'll have these Bitcoin kind of change um, because the industry really calls for that, and I don't understand why. But I'm seeing that in some of the 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 business um, chat that legalization of marijuana on a federal level would boost this these um these chains these blockchains well we'll have to you know kind of sit back and watch what's going to happen because as far as i know trump has never been friendly to cannabis he says he's he's not against legalization and my guess is he he doesn't drink he's against drugs but first and foremost, he's a businessman, and he wants to be yeah. known for having a strong market. And he's got okay. to see that there's there's potential in the cannabis industry for sure. At least could run him through his second election. Yeah. Yeah, you are right there. I mean, I'm like you. Some of the, some of the stocks that would benefit would be kind of short-lived. Right. But short-lived is really all he needs. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Food for thought. Yeah, for sure. We like to think and throw things out there just to think about. Okay, the Clintons. They're, they're just not having a great time. No. No, and they we just... Can't... They were just up in Toronto speaking, and they only sold 17% of the tickets. <laughs> would it be fair to say they're yesterday's news? I would. It, well, that's what the headlines were basically saying here in Canada. So, well, they had hoped in some venues to get over a thousand dollars a ticket on this little tour that Hill and Bill are taking. A <laughs> thousand bucks. Okay. Eh? Yeah, and then it was like six hundred. The last few tickets, eleven bucks. <laughs> You know, it would be less embarrassing uh, just to say cancel. free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or free. <laughs> no, the, the, they just I don't know. It might cancel. be embarrassing they just if need to cancel. cancel and yeah. step back, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then there's another side to the Clintons. And this is, we talked about this the other day. Judicial Watch has actually gone to a judge and um, the judge has ordered that Hillary respond to questions about her email and uh, other issues pertaining to Uranium One. Right. Rightly now, so. This is a big damn deal. Except that through this, we're learning just how deep the deep state is. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. Trump has exposed the deep state, uh, or much of it, but he's done nothing about draining it. Right. They're still I there. I think he underestimated, because nobody's talking about this. And this is supposedly what every Republican wanted, but the DOJ, the FBI, and for the most part, the Senate, the Congress, are shunning what Judicial Watch has actually done. Yeah. I said a long time ago, they are the only ones that I see that truly want transparency. 
Yeah, justice. A lot of people give it lip service in politics. But most do not warrant them. Uh, Judicial Watch and Tom Fenton have actually put their money where their mouth is. Well, that certainly will be interesting. I just hope they make some headway. I do, too. I, I think they're up against a very tremendous wall. Oh, yeah. It's the so, stuff movies are made out of. And exactly. TV shows. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think they find the kahuna on um, Hillary, but nobody will do anything about it. Right. Because the deep state is deep. The wall. The wall. The wall. Trump still wants it. His people that voted for him still want the wall. He says that Congress needs to approve more than $1.6 billion or he shuts down the government. Hmm. Wow. And, 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 and he says, along with his people, and even a few Democrats, we can't just allow people to pour over the borders. Um, you know, and not only is there an immigration problem, there's a drug problem. Well, that's what Canada's for. <laughs> exactly. You guys will take them all. <laughs> and put them up in hotels, give them free health care. You know, if they're ex-ISIS, we can give them $10 million. You know, stupid shit like that. <laughs> it is crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. But yesterday... Over one of the temporary fences, somebody threw two children over. Oh. It's sad to see how desperate they can be, but one of the kids' face was all mashed up. Jeez. Who throws their kid over a wall? Uh, It it does seem very desperate or... um, But, you know, desperate can be a lot of different things. Yeah. We assume it's from an oppressive government. Yeah. Or it could be somebody uh, saying, hey, I'll give you $100,000 if you toss your kids over the wall. It could be. Yeah. I mean, there can be all sorts of things. Heck, they'd probably do it for $500. I don't know. have to have that much. But (laughs) I, I think that we jump to conclusions. And although Guatemala is poor and there are bad things, I'm not sure it's what immigration is was meant to be about. No, it's a process. There, there's you know, a procedure and a process to follow, and it's there for a reason. Right now, none of that is being followed in Canada as, as illegal immigrants file across the border at Roxham Road and we're not returning them the way we should be returning them um, with the third country safe agreement they should be oh exactly that third country safe went to hell in a handbasket I mean it has in Canada it has in Mexico it's not yeah I know it's not worth the paper it's written on but at the end of the day, and I always kind of hate that term, but it, sometimes it's necessary, Canada or the United States can't take every poor person in the world. I mean, it's got to be more than if you're poor. 
Yeah, I mean, we're struggling now to make ends meet. We we just can't do it. Can't do it. Exactly. In a perfect world, yeah, sure. By all means, come on in. But uh, no, that's not real life. No, no. And we've got, like you said, we have problems looming. And one of our problems in the United States, like um, I told you before, I wrote about this a lot around 2008. And that is unfunded pensions. I'm talking about cities, states, um, you know, county municipalities. Um, most of all, school systems and teachers. Ouch. We wrote checks out in the 90s that we can't cash. Huh. Oh, we wow. have people that are retired out there. And we run the risk of defaulting on these people. Oh. Because the money just ain't there. Especially after the stock market fall in 2008. Wow. The money is not there. And in many cases, this gets a little complicated. These people are not, they cannot get Social Security because they did not pay into it. They didn't pay into it because they had these pensions. So they are not eligible for Social Security. Many of them retired ultra early, which was a ridiculous thing anyway. I mean, you have most of the country's teachers have retired in their 50s. Yeah. So think about how much that has taxed these pensions. Yeah. Wow. That's and a bad place to be. And we are going to have an incredible amount of people out there without their money coming in. And these are Americans. So, you know, we have about 26 million illegal immigrants that are getting services. Wow. Um, and there's there's people that say that, that that estimation is quite low. We are going to have that many um, two or three times in uh-huh. pension situations. Oh, not good. No, it's not good. And uh, not only are you going to have the people without money, you're probably going to have these these school systems these cities going bankrupt well, because of this. So uh, I have a feeling we're going to be talking an awful lot more about that. Has anybody asked uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? She probably's got a solution. Yeah, well, she's got a big one. Um, she says that <laughs> we can give everybody Medicare if the Pentagon just does better paperwork. <laughs> and quits overpaying its um, vendors. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Yeah, she has made another false claim. That's just all there is to it. She says stuff. The bad thing is she read this article, she misinterpreted it, and, and people are, are worried. They're, oh, wow. they're not only worried about her idealism, they are worried about the fact that we could actually have a congressperson that can't read an article and understand <laughs> it. That says she graduated from college. Yeah, her math is really, really off there. 
I mean, mean, she didn't even know about the three branches of government. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yet, there she is. (laughs) Yeah, there she is. Uh, And she has been stabbed by the the DNC, um, the head of the DNC, that she is the new face of the Democratic Party. Oh, boy, that is scary. (laughs) This just keeps getting better. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, remember the Rocket Man? Rocket El- Man. Yeah, Elton John. My oh, dad yeah. is the Rocket Man. Oh yeah. Well, he wrote that song. You know, the bitch is back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, everyone's a bitch on the View. That is. <laughs> now Friday, Kid Rock was in Nashville opening his new bar restaurant, and they had these really big tomahawk steaks all the people were waving around. I've never eaten a tomahawk steak, because I don't even eat beef now, so I probably won't. But nevertheless, they looked pretty fun. They looked kind of like Flintstones. Remember how yeah. the Flintstones had those big old bones yeah. on their meat? Yeah. They were to eat at like cavemen, you know? That's mm-hmm. what they were. Anyway. He's friends with Steve Ducey on Fox and Friends. So Fox and Friends covered it, covered the opening of his new restaurant bar. And when he was talking to Steve on the air, he called Troy Hay- Behar a bitch. <laughs> yeah. oh. Steve kind of coaxed Kid Rock into apologizing, and he really kind of sort of did, didn't, you know? Right. But yeah. Fox apologized, Steve apologized, and, uh, you know, we, 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 she is a bitch. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, even she tries to be one. Yeah, She's I think so. She's a proud bitch, okay? That's, it's a part of her charm. It is. I mean, it is the, it is what she's going for here. Yeah. Okay? Anyway, so, but Nashville doesn't like her. They say he can't be part of the parade because he calls away a bitch. Okay. Which I think is another attack on a man, you know? Right. But. Yeah. So anyway, Joy complains about Kid Rock calling her a bitch, which Joy would do. Then we fast forward to yesterday. According to the view on the segment, they were supposed to be talking about George W. and George H. Bush. Right. Okay? It, it was a tribute to the man that passed away, the former president. Okay? Right. So, Joy cannot complete two sentences without bashing Trump. She has Trump derangement syndrome that bad. Wow. So she says something about Bush, and before she is at the end of the second sentence, she has inserted Trump in there <laughs> as a bad guy. Okay. And Megan McCain says, Joy, I don't want to talk about Trump. Now, Megan's a bitch, too. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Okay? And okay. a proud one at that. 
Okay, she's just a, a, a sort of right-winger. I'm not sure she's all that right-wing. And, and Joy's a left-winger. But they both fit the profile. So, Megan says you're just a one-issue person. We don't want to hear that. Joy calls her a privileged bitch. <laughs> It's oh. so bad that Whoopi is the grown-up in the room and and cuts to commercial before it's time. Cuts to commercial. <laughs> oh, wow. Now they're saying it's so bad that Joy's threatening to leave the view. Oh, good. That's a no, good thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody's crying about that. Yeah. Good luck finding other work out there unless so, you know so you're going to... Exactly. Yeah, unless she's going to work at McDonald's. Uh, yeah, no one's going to hire her. Well, she's like 70-something. I mean, can't she retire? Yeah. I, I mean, at some point, can't they stay home and bake cookies? Or whatever. Weed? Yeah. I don't know. Or go to, you know, the sandals and lay around in the sun uh, the sand in the sun you know go see the clinton speak it's only 11 bucks a ticket <laughs> yeah they might have let julian for free you know she's been a good friend yeah exactly um, okay so there's still another element to this so remember megan kelly got canned at nbc right well they say she's in talks with the view oh now, who would they get rid of? They're not. ABC in no way is going to make The View right-leaning. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, wouldn't they have to just get rid of one of the two right-wingers? Because if they got rid of one of the left-wingers, it would be, you know, the scale would lean towards the right. No way is ABC going to do it, especially with the audience. you got to remember... That that morning audience on all channels is very much left leaning and mostly black women. Oh. oh I had uh, no idea. Yeah. So, you know, with that audience, you're not gonna weigh heavy on the, the right leaning scales. Sure. Yeah. Who is it? Abby Huntsman or Megan McCain? That's out the door if Megan came. Megan Kelly came. I don't think they could possibly pay Megan the kind of money. You know, she needs like thirty mil a year. <laughs> the view doesn't pay that kind of money. I think she's gotta take what she can get at this point. Yeah, yeah. Her I, options I are, are slowly dwindling out there. So uh yeah. It's it's not like I really care because I will never ever watch the view oh me neither there's me nothing neither. on that show they could ever talk about that i could be interested in but the the yeah. little fights back and forth on twitter that that's kind of fun so oh sure you know sure. keep it keep it going more material yeah. for us absolutely <laughs> we like to talk about them yeah especially a yeah. chance to call someone a bitch too is pretty good yeah yeah we feel like that <laughs> we're, we're that infantile <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but um saturday i'm just hanging out and i get these alerts on my phone and i get one that says paris is burning yeah i've seen the same headline i mean it seemed real medieval mm -hmm. you know so um it was it was pretty much burning if you see the video i mean 
Um, Macron is not very well liked. No. You know, his, remember he gave that speech about being a globalist versus a nationalist and yeah. Trump was bad and he was good because he was a globalist. Most people don't think so. Yeah, well, look what happened just now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had a 26% approval rating going into this mess this weekend. Oh. I don't know what it is now, but I do know that he, a couple hours ago, he caved. And uh, he's going to get rid of that fuel tax, that nice globalist fuel tax. Oh, the carbon tax. Ah, yeah. don't, don't worry about that. The, the world, we've got you covered. Canadians will pay for it all. By the time Trudeau's done with us, we'll pay everybody's carbon tax. So, no problem. <laughs> okay, Do you, you guys pay a carbon tax? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we pay 20% of the world's carbon tax. Good Lord, you guys are nice to us. Yeah, and, and we've got lots of trees here. Trees, grasses, cleaning up and filtering up the world's garbage, but yet we're paying for it. So thanks to Trudeau. Thank you, Justin, you piece of... You, you know, know until what. Trudeau took <laughs> over, I had no idea how rich you guys were. We're not. That's the problem. Almost, but uh, you seem that way. You're spending money right and left, bub. Right now, we're being taxed at around a forty-four percent rate. So you're almost your your take-home pay is pretty much cut in half. Now, if you go out and you spend sixty, the other sixty bucks on on fuel, you're also paying a tax. So you actually only end up out of a hundred bucks if you were to buy gas or fuel, you end up with thirty-eight dollars worth of fuel. And our fuel is like $7 a gallon here. Wow. Yeah. So 100 wow. bucks, 100 bucks will buy you about 5 gallons of gas. Oh my gosh. Yeah, welcome to Canada. Yeah. But we do have free health care. You got to like that and got to agree it's yeah. that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. I especially lately I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, you might have to come across on Rocks and Road there, get put up in a Trudeau hotel and free healthcare, huh? Yeah, Since yeah. Can I just sleep all day and read books or Oh absolutely. I don't, I don't have to do anything. Yeah, no. No. Sounds just, good to just me. Come on over. Come on over. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. We've got lots of leftover Clinton tickets for you. <laughs> 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 oh yeah you gotta agree that's some funny yeah. shit there man yeah and we don't always agree but life's a journey and we're all in this together thanks for listening godspeed connor and godspeed to all of our friends out there godspeed grace and thanks for listening everyone dueling dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices.